This audio is presented by Hacker Noon, where anyone can learn anything about any technology. Daily Coding Problem Use your coding skills to check the checkmate by Nicola Moro. Check the checkmate welcome welcome with another problem to solve. If you like playing chess and coding, this one's for you. Today we will help the king to survive another day in the battlefield, also writing a quite big bunch of code. So without further ado, let's see our problem. Before starting though, ASALWAYS, two disclaimers. These problems are provided by the wonderful newsletter Daily Coding Problem, which you can subscribe to here. Check it out and try solving your daily challenge too. I'm not an expert programmer, just a guy who likes to share his attempts and failures. If you have a better idea or solution you are more than welcome to share it. I'd love to see you tackle it. The problem. Today's problem was initially asked by Oracle. Greater than you are presented with an by matrix representing the positions of pieces on greater than a chessboard. The only pieces on the board are the black king and various greater than white pieces. Given this matrix, determine whether the king is in check. For details on how each piece moves, see here. For example, given the following matrix, you should return, since the bishop is attacking the king diagonally. The problem is quite clear, so we won't elaborate more about it. We just need some starting specifications though one. We are on a graph, not on a board. We will consider each point given by the problem as the center of a case on the board. The result is just the same. 2. The white king has gone on vacation with other seven pawns. King and pawns are the most boring of all the pieces and removing them is not going to change our solution that much. 3. We need to verify if the king is in check on this very turn, meaning that on the next white turn it will be taken if he does not move. 4. Positions are initially given by the game. I will not go into verifying for overlapping pieces or wrong starting positions. Dot. The solution. First of all, a quick recap of pieces and move sets. Given the starting position of each piece and his move set, we can easily calculate every possible next move of every piece. And since they are all interested in capturing the king as quick as possible, we can assume that their next move will be the one capturing the black king. Therefore, since we also know the black king position, we just need to check if the black king position is one of the possible next moves of the other pieces. If it is, during the next white turn the white piece will move there to capture the black king. The situation looks something like this. And in the picture above you can see, I hope so, sorry for the confusion, every possible move of each piece on T-H-E-W-H-I-T-E side, colored with different colors, and the black king above waiting to be captured. So for example the bishop, starting in, 2, 7, can move to, 1, 6, 1, 8, 3, 8, 3, 6, 4, 5, 5, 4, and so on. I just randomly decided the starting positions of these pieces since this does not affect the final result. Since we are on a 8 by 8 graph, to be clear, any other dimensions will work the same way, and we have the starting coordinates of each piece, we can build series of coordinates x, y which will be our piece's next moves. To do this, we first define a class for each piece, define its coordinates and then define the rules to calculate every possible move from there. The pieces, the pawn. Let's start simple with the pawn. By the way, I'm building this in Python, since it's one of the most popular languages at the moment and arguably the most readable by anyone. Still, you will need to know what a class is to be able to follow from now on. Here's a pretty neat explanation of this concept. https colon slash slash gist github com nicola m94 a4E0E850250 is 6974042B0AC72B7585. Embeddable equals true hash file pawn pilots briefly explain. We first define the class and its coordinates. 
After that, we define the method to calculate the pawn possible moves from there. The pawn moves are relatively easy, so we simply add them to the variable, after checking that it does not move outside our grid, and return the array. Two things to notice here, specifically for the pawn 1. We consider the white pawn to move from bottom to top, like if we are the white player moving our pawn ahead towards our opponent. This does not really change anything, it's just keeping things in order. Dot. 2. We intentionally skip the normal movement, since we are interested in capturing the black king, since the pawn can only capture diagonally and we don't care about moving the pieces in other directions, we can skip its normal movement. Now we can simply check the pawn's moves by giving him its coordinates and calling the method, like this, and we should obtain something like. Also, you can see at the top that we define our grid dimensions as variables, so we can possibly change them to run the algorithm on boards of other dimensions. Now let s move on to the tower. nthe tower. https colon slash slash gist. github. Com, Nicola M. 94897939 BDD 7933CB09D8915 B7B8BC0 B5 Embeddable equals true hash file dash tower dash pi again. We init the tower class with its coordinates and define the function. To collect all the possible moves here, we range all the points on the tower two axes and add each single coordinate to the variable, which will be returned after all the loops. As before, to check the tower moves we can simply and we should get something like this. The bishop. Now it's time for the bishop. HTTPS colon slash slash gist. GitHub. Com. Nicola M94. A 6A6F6138B78D550B2F2E27D5C453A. Embeddable equals true hash file bishop pi bishop's moves are more complex than the tower, so we might explain a bit what is happening here. Basically we need to collect points on the two diagonal axes starting from its starting position. After declaring the class in the init method, we create two variables, as before, and, which will be used to keep track of the points we collected while moving along its axes. Now using loop, and checking that we are not moving outside our grid, we increase and decrease and accordingly to where we want to move. For example, if we want to move up left from its starting positions, we will need to decrement the value while incrementing the value. If we want to move down right, we will need to increment the value while decrementing the value and so on. Finally, we simply return once again. The queen. Now you could think, if tower moves are complex and bishop or even more, how the heck are we going to code the queen? Actually, the queen moves are the most easy to code, just with the help of a simple trick. Let's see the queen then. HTTPS colon slash slash gist. GitHub. Com, Nicola M. 94 20 seconds BD 55 AAB 70976F4656403C3749A6EE. E. Embeddable equals true hash file dash queen dash pi alright. What's happening here? Well, if we think about it, the queen has the same moves of the bishop and the tower combined. She's more like a tower shaped bishop mecha bot than a queen. For this reason, coding her moves is really simple. After declaring her class we simply define her as the union array of moves resulting from bishops and towers possible moves. Notice that while calling the classes and instances in the function their parameters and are given as, so they are actually the queen's coordinates. The knight. Now to the knight. HTTPS colon slash slash gist. GitHub. Com. Nicola M94. C19D2C41E44C66FCA54AAB239E9E. Embeddable equals true hash file dash knight dash pyth knight is the most particular to me. 
His move set is strange, like, L, shaped, so I did not find a particularly clever or fast way to code it and ended up hard coding its moves simply calculating each of the eight possible moves Shay has from his starting position. The king. A couple of brief concepts about the king. Since we are not required to move the king, just giving out if he's checked or not, we don't really need to implement this moveset. However, we will also see a brief implementation in the end of the article. Also, coding it is not as simple as nerfing down the queen's moveset, as we will see later. So for now, let's skip his movements and see the solution. The solution code. Given that we have the possible positions for each piece, the solution is pretty simple now. We just need to check if the black king coordinates are in the set of moves of one or more of the other pieces. Let's code it. HTTPS colon slash slash gist. GitHub. Com, Nicola M94 75826-7531053EC3F6890B631A. E e Embeddable equals true hash file dash check dash piwa now simply create a variable as a couple of coordinates. Then for each piece we create an instance of its class we just built and call the method to calculate its full set of moves. Once we have it, we check if the coordinates are present in those move sets. If they are, we print out that the king is checked by that particular piece. The result here is something like this. I use the messy image above as reference, so you could check that the king is actually checked by the tower in the night. Checkmate. What about if we also want to calculate if the king has still some chances to survive or it actually is checkmate? For this purpose, we need to calculate the king's set of moves. HTTPS colon slash slash gist. GitHub. Com. Nicola M94, CCA 18293BEDB2293BBC621E862365711F. Embeddable equals true hash file king pilots describe it a bit. First off, we define our class in coordinates as before. After that we create the method and code the possible moves of the king. Again, I'm pretty sure that there is a faster way, but there are just eight possible moves so. After that, we check what moves are illegal, move outside the board, and return only the. So now, to check if the king has still a chance to survive, we need to check if any of his possible moves is not in another piece set of moves. To do this we simply loop over the king moves and the other moves. HTTPS colon slash slash gist. GitHub. Com. Nicola M94 ninths BDB 64C10E2DO39905E6353 ed 37 cc 101 Embeddable equals true hash file dash checkmate dash piso there's still hope for our king to survive. Lucky for him I guess, time complexity. As always, a brief look at the time complexity of this solution. First off, since each piece is an instance of a class, we must consider the time to initialize that instance. Pieces like the pawn or the knight do not have any loop inside them and do not depend on any variable dimension, so we can consider them oh, 1. The tower is a bit tricky. Since it contains 4 for loop you could instantly think that its time complexity is oh, n, right? Actually, if we think about how the tower moves, we'll notice that no matter where it's placed on the board, its moves are limited to the free board cases on its vertical and horizontal axes. And since the board is a square, we will always have 14 free cases to move our tower on. So its time complexity should actually be O, 1, constant to 14 couples of coordinates. Here's a graphic example. Unluckily, we can't say the same for the bishop, which set of moves appears to be a bit more complex. Basically, it has 7, 9, 11 or 13 moves depending on where it is placed on the board. Therefore, the steps needed to calculate his set of moves are based on his position, thus we may consider a t, circa of O, n, dot.
and the queen needs the set of moves of the tower and the bishop combined. Since while evaluating time complexity we must focus on the worst scenario, the t circa of the bishop prevails on the t circa of the tower. Thus, we must consider a t circa of o n also for the queen. Dot. At last, the king has an hard-coded set of moves, but also a validation process involved which uses a for loop. So technically, even if the king's set of moves is relatively small in any case, we must consider his t circa as o n also depending on his position on the board. Backslash dot. At this point, we use a for loop for each piece to verify and print out the check status of the black king. This gives us no problems where the t circa is constant. Take the tower, for example. We calculate its 14 moves and then loop other 14 times over them at most, so we can consider it also fixed time. Still, we're going to have troubles where the t circa is o, n, or above, since we aerating a loop which will also grow while the number of moves grow. Finally, we use a double, inner, for loop to verify the checkmate, which is definitely going to be a t circa of o, n squared, depending on the number of moves of the king and the moves of the other pieces. That's it. There's my solution. I'm well aware that some points are not as most efficient as possible, but while writing I like the idea of describing the process more than building the perfect solution. What do you think about this? Give me your opinion about it and let's discuss your solutions in the comments. As always, if you liked the article, please leave a clap or two and subscribe, or share it with someone who could be interested in this kind of algorithms, if you can. Thanks for reading until the end, this time more than always given the length of this solution. As always, thanks for reading. Thank you for listening to this Hackernoon story, read by Artificial Intelligence. Visit hackernoon.com to read, write, learn and publish.